0: welcome to the dje podcast where you will learn about real estate investing from real life examples here's your host devin
1: elder
2: hey guys today on the show we're going to talk about water sustainability solutions we've got some folks from sustainability solutions on to talk about how saving water on a multifamily property ultimately impacts NOI, net operating income and property valuations, but also saves a lot of water. So we're going to dive into a lot of details on that. We've got Kelly Stinson and Anselmo Torres uh, talking about that. And I think you're going to enjoy it. It's a little bit different podcast, but we talked a lot about how these little changes in net operating income have these big changes in valuations and how to achieve that with uh, via saving water, which is which is great, right? Du- a dual win-win here. You got saving water and improving the investment performance. Quick note, if you are interested in seeing up, uh, upcoming DJE projects and you're not already in our investment portal, you can go right to our website, djetexas.com, schedule a short call with our team. We can answer any questions, send you case studies, and get you on the uh, list for the next investment project to take a look at. Also, if you are an aspiring operator, you want to go run deals and you want to accelerate your business there, you can go to apartmenteducators.com. We've got a free seven module course that I do there that's going to be a lot of um, valuable information for you if you are considering going the operator route. You want to go run these multifamily deals. So with that out of the way, let's jump into the episode. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us today. We've got Kelly and Anselmo here with us today. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff multifamily, but specifically around some, some water savings and, and this, everything we do is kind of in service of, of NOI and, and for our residents and investors. But welcome, guys. Thanks for joining. How are you?
0: We're great. Excited to be here this morning.
2: Yes. Thank you for having us, too. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, this is great. Um, Not often we have more than one guest. So this will be a nice, a nice change for us.
0: We're the dynamic duo. We don't go anywhere apart. So (laughs) I call him my work husband. Yeah,
2: Yeah, that's right. That's right. So if people haven't ran into you at a conference or seen you um, on a podcast already, maybe just kind of a little background, you know, a little bit about each of you, your background, how you got into kind of the roles you guys are in now. Well,
1: I'll introduce her. She is the Potty Princess, so that should capture your attention. But go ahead, Kelly. Tell
0: me. <laughs> yeah. So um, I have garnered that nickname, the Potty Princess. I will. I wear it as a badge of honor. Um, but I uh, explored into uh, the world of you know water and energy conservation many many years ago. Um, you know, I grew up in Southern California around water quite a bit. But then, as my professional career developed. Um, I just found a passion around helping organizations with reducing their footprint. So that is really my personal passion. Through that led me to uh, networking with uh, the owners here at SAS. And um, now I get to get up every day and I get to save our world's most precious resource. But then at the same time, we are doing some big things with boosting cash flow and asset values on multifamily properties. And, and someone and I met, what, three years ago, three and a half years ago? Yes. Yeah. So, I love
2: it. I love yes. it. So just for the uh, uninitiated, a dollar of NOI, net operating income, divided by a prevailing cap rate, 5 6% is big dollars on valuation, right? So you just mm-hmm. take whatever NOI improvement you can get divided by a cap rate and then you're looking at a 16 to 20 X improvement on a valuation, which you can refi or will help you when you sell. So one of the reasons we're in this business is to see those that huge leverage point on a tiny NOI improvement Has a big impact on value so anywhere you can improve noi it's going to help value i love it um who gave you the the moniker kelly was that self-imposed or was did somebody
0: (laughs) man i wish i could claim the fact that i am that creative but i am not i i am probably like the epitome of like every Pinterest failed craft um (laughs) and i'm a horrible cook and i'm just not that creative but I certainly like what we do, and I have a big passion for it, and it actually ended up as a joke. One of my colleagues, a couple of years ago, we were at a networking event, um, just as a joke, introduced me as, hey, you know, have you met my friend, she's the potty princess, you need to talk to her, um, because how do you introduce somebody you know, when we're going to talk about toilets and water efficiencies around that, um, because everybody has that, you know, uncomfortable fear of the double flushing and, you know, all those low flow stories you hear. So um, that's where it came from. And then um, when most of us went into, you know, uh, hibernation last year through shelter in place, how are we going to get some of our education out there? How are we going to get our materials out there and utilize like the social media platforms as like as Insommo says, like our our trade show booth, right? That's right. It's now our networking room. So that's where really hashtag the potty princess started to trend and we're just going to run with that
1: run with Absolutely. it yes and there's some people that don't remember her name but they know the potty princess
2: and- well, I'll tell you the f- I met Kelly at a conference in Dallas I instantly remembered that and I've never <laughs> once forgotten it and yeah. uh, it stuck like immediately yeah. so, hey it, sometimes the market shows you what to do yeah. right So
0: here's the thing. What's really entertaining for me right now is like, I have two teenage girls. So one of my teenage girls, like she doesn't want like she doesn't want anybody to know. Um, (laughs) She's so embarrassed and life will be over. (laughs) Right. So the more she says mom know the more i lean in on it and i'm like oh that's it i'm i'm getting my car wrapped in the potty princess
1: oh, <laughs> <And this no. laughs>
0: going. but Plus. my youngest thinks it's awesome because you know individuals such as yourself you know hosting these podcasts and doing these education materials out there giving back in the community now she's like mom you're on the internet <laughs> so now he likes she-
2: that part Yeah, She
0: thinks in Sumo and I are famous. And, and so now like any, any uh, of our podcast hosts that uh, we are a part of, she's like, can I get their autograph? Mm -hmm. I mean, she like is really into it. That's awesome.
2: That's awesome. Well, it's definitely doing what it needs to do, right? It's, it's a very sticky name. So, uh, and Sumo, I don't want to leave you out in the dark here, man. maybe, you know, how to, how to, what's your background? How'd you come to this business?
1: So I, I grew up in Arizona, Wilcox, Arizona, specifically. Uh, my, my dad is an engineer. So growing up in Arizona, it was always about efficiency. And uh, I'll always, I can't tell you how many times I heard, turn off the water, turn That's off right. the water, turn off yeah. the water. Uh, so that it's just been ingrained in me. Uh, about five, six years ago, a an investor, a good friend of mine that I work with, or that I started working with, he had a property that experienced a really high water and sewer bill. And he, the last thing he wanted to do was pay more money for a water bill that he needed to. So we decided, hey, let's come up with a software program and and help get ahead of this before that bill does or before that leak becomes destructive and adds more damage than what it should be. So we created that program. It was awesome. It helped me see that there's a lot of properties that could benefit from just knowing that there's a leak in advance, as opposed to waiting for that bill to come. So I got exposed to that part of the game and decided, "Hey, look, there's definitely an opportunity here." And that's that's how I'm here at SAS.
0: Yep.
2: Awesome. So let's kind of thank you for that uh, kind of intros there. Let's kind of segue into what you guys do for a property, you know, the space that we're, that my company's in and a lot of our colleagues are in is like this uh, B and C space, right? 70s and 80s assets that there's some opportunity to go in and add some value, maybe through renovations. But a lot of times older properties, we've got some properties in our portfolio uh, with, a, you know, a 60s, 1960s vintage, right? So there's clearly stuff starts to deteriorate. How do you guys... Um, address that and and where do you guys come in and what what does it look like when you're, I guess, looking at a building for the first time saying, Hey, what, what can we do to conserve resources, better tenant experience and ultimately contribute to the net operating income?
0: Yeah. Do you want to use your analogy for the dating app?
1: Yes. So I always say if this were a dating game and you were going to swipe right, right. Our ideal contestant would be that 60s, 70s, 80s built Right, even '90s um, that has had no major plumbing upgrades since it's been built, and if it uh, you know has high water and sewer rates in that specific area, that is an ideal contestant for us. Mm -hmm. We would swipe right on that all day. It's a perfect combination.
0: Yeah. Nice. And not just yeah, (laughs) exactly. And not just high water sewer rates, but high consumption on the property. So we're so focused most often as, as operators and investors to be looking at the bill, right? But why is that bill so high? Is that bill high because the consumption is, you know, off the charts for that size property? Or is it just specifically because the water and sewer rates in that area are high and you have some inefficient fixtures that need to be addressed. And that's the piece also that I think we're really trying to wrap around is to, you know, to be able to be more educated and understand what does a healthy consumption pattern look like on a property and um, be those resources. So our expertise here at SAS you know, we are nationwide. And so we're in, you know, all of these markets. Um, We focus quite a bit in like your, your really hot investor markets right now, because that seems to be, you know, where all the properties are transacting. And a lot of, you know, sponsors are, you know, underwriting their water efficiency plans into, you know, their pro forma. So, you know, with that, We've had exposure to all the varying water sewer rate structures across across the country. And even if a water rate looks to be average, we sometimes forget to look at the sewer rate because you're still running sewer. And most often, especially like in Tulsa, the sewer rate is three times what the water rate is. So there's huge opportunity there if you have inefficient fixtures to be able to, to address those. And you know, again, our specialty is around those interior plumbing fixtures. So everything fun that you use every day, like your toilet, your shower, as well as your kitchen and bathroom faucets. Those are, your, your toilet alone represents 24% of your property's water consumption. That's a lot. And the showers, the showers are representing 20%. So your showers and your toilets are, are your biggest contributors uh, and users of water on the property. And we see this all the time where everybody's upgrading these, these bathrooms and there's beautiful finishes. And I get so excited when I see the video tours that are out there. Cause I'm just waiting for, you know, that investor to go down the hallway and just kind of, you know, get into the bathroom. Cause I'm like, Ooh, what's in the bathroom? Is there, <laughs> is there a water waster in there? There might still be money. And sure enough, you have this beautiful flooring, great tile, fantastic vanity. And then you have this 45 year old toilet. Right. And, and it's flushing out at three and a half gallons per flush. Plus that flapper inside there is probably corroded, probably hasn't been maintained over time. So it's got that silent leak going on. So, you know, really from an investor standpoint, you know, whether you're a passive investor or, you know, you are a aspiring, you know, GP, these are some of the innovative solutions that your leading sponsors are doing today to effectively run cash flow we have to operate properties today differently than we did five years ago. Right, Devin?
1: That's right. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we do. Well, we go in and we take out all of those old inefficient fixtures and we replace them. So with ultra high efficiency toilets, shower heads, aerators, uh, those toilets, the ones that we install are only using a 0.8 gallon per flush. So as Kelly mentioned. On most of these 60s, 70s properties, if the toilets haven't been replaced at all, if you're looking at least at a 3.5 gallon per flush to close to a 5.0 gallon per flush. That's a lot of water that's uh, being wasted. So we can reduce it down to 0.8, and that just translates to a much, much lower water in Sewerville.
2: Yeah, that's a huge that's a huge improvement. What does your engagement process look like on uh, let's see? You, you know, you've got a 19 19- 68 property whatever it is the f- what's the first thing you guys do when you kind of are taking a look at that property it's hey show me the utility bills or take us on a tour and then what what happens after that what does that process look like with a with an owner of a property
0: if you're if you're looking at a property you're considering submitting an LOI stick us stick us on your phone a friend um we want to be part of the team because you know this this is a team sport right no so doubt. um This is part of our way of giving back into the community is we will run what we call a preliminary analysis. Um, We keep everything confidential because a lot of times, uh, whether a property is on market or we've seen this on off market properties too, where we've had multiple individuals come to us for preliminaries on the same property. Once we write a preliminary proposal for the property, we retain that. And we do, we will not modify it unless you have asked us specifically to modify certain variables, because you want to see, you know, a more conservative versus a more aggressive approach, but um, What we need in order to run that preliminary proposal is the unit mix and typically at the point of LOI you're not going to have access to the water and sewer bills on that current property. If you do, that's great. Um, If not, then what we do at that point is we just verify the water sewer rate uh, for that utility that's supplying that property. We'll plug that in. And then also the T12 is extremely telling for us because one, we can determine from there if there's any type of uh, rubs occurring, if there's any type of allocation back to the resident what that looks like. And we're also able to see if there's any, you know, fluctuations on that T12 on that water and sewer. Cause if you start to see it slowly creep up, that's usually a good indication. You've got, you know, a ongoing leak that's right. just getting bigger and bigger. But like last year, you know, with COVID everybody came home. So when the usage, you know, with, when most individuals, you know, according to the EPA, you know uh, say that we flush a toilet three, each person flushes a toilet three to five times a day um you probably will never forget that Devin. and and <laughs> all are of you thinking your, in your head and, too and, how many and, times yeah, have i and all of so your far. listeners <laughs> now are going to be like yeah i well yeah when i drink a lot of water it's going to be five times a day right so um, we used to spread that out, right? We would, you know, we'd be at home in our apartment, maybe use it in the morning, come home in the afternoon or in the evening. And then before you go to bed. And so the other two flushes might be out at school or work or wherever that is. Yep. Well, now everybody came home or most people aren't going back into the office. They're staying remotely. So we actually saw trends where what that consumption increase
1: at least three to five times increase in consumption yeah. just once March hit, you know? Yeah. And, right. and now I think we're, we're starting to see it decrease a little bit as more and more people get back out to normal life. Mm-hmm. But I think still uh, it has made a tremendous impact on not only the consumption, but it, it just puts a lot of pressure on the infrastructure of your property, right? With all that water just constantly going down.
2: Yeah, that's right. That's right. What a, what a funky year and what a new, you know, there's so many variables that got changed over the last year. We're talking kind of, you know, end of Q1, 2021. So we're kind of that one year anniversary of COVID lockdowns. Um, There's another variable for you. Consumption just going through the roof. It's fascinating and crazy. Can you guys talk about a case study? We don't have to talk about the market or the exact asset or anything like that, but maybe general terms on vintage and what, you know, what it looked like when you guys showed up, what you're able to do, and kind of the results for the for the
0: ownership group. Absolutely. So we actually can talk about a. Uh, we've got quite a few, but yeah. um, I can speak uh, specifically about a property that um, I'm actually invested in myself. So, um, super exciting. Um, that's that's one of you know my criteria, right? We we have to confirm water efficiencies out on that property so any any time Um, and or is is that the meat that's being left on the bone for you know a potential buyer down the road but um we went in uh property was built in early 70s in a dallas suburb um just over 400 units and um when we went in we completed what we call a full assessment so we ran the preliminary proposal, the numbers penciled really favorably. So um, we completed a full assessment before the installation. The full assessment consists of us entering 100% of the units, just like a due diligence. Right. But we are documenting the fixture rated flow rates of every single faucet, toilet, and shower head. In addition to that, we are documenting any front of the wall leaks that typically you're not getting to that layer of detail during your initial due diligence. For example, your tub spout, right? So your tub diverter, you go to pull that stem or turn the valve to engage the shower head, but there's still just this little stream of water coming out of the tub spout. That is very costly. And it's also very destructive to the finish on the tub as well. So we look for those additional efficiencies because if, if you upgrade all of these fixtures but you don't address those other underlying efficiencies, that's like another you know five to seven percent that you can reduce consumption on. So turning over literally every single penny. So we went in, we identified that the majority of the property was still three and a half gallon per flush toilets. There were some 1.6s in there. Um, There were some newer ones that would be like a 1.28. Pulled those out. And um, then now we've been following it for four months now. It is trending out at almost a $90,000 reduction year one Woo. water and sewer bill
2: what size property I love it
0: just 400, over 400 yeah. units yeah so let's so cap rates have changed since yeah, have. we since we took over that property so if we're going to run $90,000 we're going to divide that by a 5.5 five, a five, a 5. 5 cap rate yep all right this is so, the
2: multifamily math magic here this is why we're <laughs> yeah. in this business yeah. I
0: wish I could do this in my head
2: Brace yourself, folks. Yeah. It's going to be a big number on 90 grand.
0: $1.6 million dollar asset value boost. So for those passive investors, right, that, that don't understand or maybe are not as versed in why an asset value boost like this is important. Yep. Um, is that if we go to maybe refinance the property in three years, or maybe we, um, we hit our business plan early and decide to exit from the property early. We know because we have reduced that water sewer expense line because we're running it like a business. You know, the value is, is based on your income and, and based on reducing the expenses. Now we've reduced them. We've increased the NOI on that. And that asset value is now another 1.6 million. That gets distributed to the LPS yeah. and the GPs. I mean, That's just right. by
1: changing out the toilets.
0: Just Imagine by changing out the toilets. <laughs> um, and our crews come in. So when we consult, you know, this is our way of giving back in the community again on the preliminaries. When you go to contract, we complete that full assessment. Our crews come in. And they access 50 to 60 bathrooms a day. So it's not like your cost of waiting is gonna be, you know, three to six months out. We're talking about, you know, Based. one to two weeks. Yeah. yeah, we're in and out depending on the size of the property. And because of all of the, you know, all of the inspection work that we've done during the full assessment, we're also capturing data at that point that helps our operations team. With staging product, but then also identifying if there's door swing issues, we might need a round bowl instead of an elongated bowl, or um, you know maybe there's subflooring issues, right? Um, maybe there's those shark bite angle stops. The last thing you want to do is mobilize a crew out there, and then that first day they're sitting around because. They entered, you know, the first building and realized that they don't have the right product. And then they're all running around to Home Depot or Ferguson or wherever they're plumbing whole, you know, wholesale is. We have all of this identified before we even get on site.
2: Yeah. Love it. Super efficient. When do you guys like to come in and do that assessment? Do you like to be part of the, part of the buyer's due diligence day or days? Is it a separate deal?
1: Do you wait till after you close? What does that look like for you guys? If you're open to us joining, like when you're going out there as a buyer, we'd love to join you. So yeah. just give us, you know, the heads up and we can make the necessary arrangements uh, that full assessment. If we're not part of that initial due diligence, that full assessment does get done. We get it scheduled once you have decide to move forward. So once the, the agreement is signed, we typically are typically time from start to finish is from four, about four to six weeks so once you decide to engage SAS and partner up with us, we're installing toilets on that property within four to six weeks.
2: Love it. So yeah, that's from engagement to completion, realizing those savings. Super quick turnaround. I wish all our capex stuff was four to six weeks. That'd be awesome.
1: <laughs>
0: well, and and we've had those conversations with individuals. We worked with a group up in Tulsa, and I remember we were talking about. You know the the at the kickoff call and he was like this is the best conversation this will be the best and and the last good conversation we're going to have because it's always after this point with any of our you know subcontractors that things go awry and we were like test us on that yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we want to set you know the bar high and, and we, and we did, I mean, we hit out that portfolio. What was it? Just over 2,000 toilets and about 2,800
1: toilets yeah. within six weeks. So
0: yeah.
1: it was, and they're seeing significant reductions as well, almost closer to that 60% reduction in their water and sewer bills. So they're extremely happy. And, uh, you know, you kind of mentioned at the very beginning about looking at that expense line. I think uh, a lot of people are focused on that revenue line, as they should sure. be, right? We should right. all be focused on that revenue line, but let's not ex- let's not forget about that expense line as well, especially with the, you know, the uncertainty of what rent increases might look like, you know, here over the next year. We can help reduce that expense line.
2: Yeah, it's a good point. We love revenue, but a uh, dollar of revenue or a dollar of expense savings is the same NOI. So. Yeah. I mean, it's the, it's the same thing. Penny saved is a penny earned, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I love it. I love it, especially for the space that we're in. And a lot of other, our, our, our operator colleagues are in. Um, sounds like there's a lot of meat on the bone here. This has been insightful guys. I really appreciate it. If somebody's listening and they're thinking about getting into a property or they already have a portfolio, they want to connect with you guys and, and um, see if it's a fit. What's the best avenue for that?
0: Well, a couple of different ways. You can reach out to us on our website, which is sasconserve.com, or you can reach out to myself through um, any of our social media platforms like uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. You can just type in hashtag the potty princess. That will get you to me. And, and Selmo, what about you? I'm
1: all over LinkedIn. So that's where you're going to find me. Uh, just look me up and Selmo the III. Outstanding. We're going to link to the website in the show notes. And of course, we'll, we'll
2: have to use that uh, hashtag as well. We can't not do that. But if you're listening, <laughs> you can just go to the show notes, pull your car over, hit the website, hit the hashtag and check that out. And um, I want to thank you guys. This has been insightful, a little bit different, kind of a um, story here to tell but again we're all about improving net operating income for our investors and we didn't really even talk about it a whole lot but you mentioned at the top Kelly this water is our most precious resource right so if we can make money and have a positive impact in other areas that's why we call this kind of a feel-good or a win-win business that's yep. we want to do that yes exactly that.
0: make it awesome, for happy well, thank- residents
2: Thank you so much for joining. I really appreciate it. And um, you've added a lot of value here. So thank you.
0: Thank you, Devin. We appreciate hey, it.
1: Thank you. All right. Take care, guys. We'll see you.
2: Hey, thanks for listening to the show. I hope you found that educational, entertaining, inspiring, all of the above. If you are interested in seeing future DJE investment projects, and you are not already on our list and in our portal, uh, you can go to the website, djetexas.com. There's a little button there to schedule a 15-minute call with our team, answer any questions you have, and make sure you get on that list to see that next project that comes out. Also, if you're interested in being... Uh, an investor that runs these deals, we've got a free seven module course for you at apartmenteducators.com. A lot of great free content there to ramp up your education in the multifamily investing space. Once again, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. We always appreciate a five-star review that helps the reach of the show. That's one way you can give back if you enjoyed it and we'll see you on the next one. Take care.